I have a good sex life, not afraid to say that. Um, I suppose I'm not the sort of person who says anything less than a good sex life. In this day and age, people are having sex younger and younger. There's more and more sex on TV, in music. Me and the guy making out on the rugby pitch. But I am basically kinky besties at this point. Some edge play includes blood, knives, needles, electro, fire, and consensual non-consent, all that sort of thing. Just one of those things like, I... I'm not ashamed of it. I'm not ashamed of my sexuality. I'm not ashamed of the sex that I have. I enjoy it very much. I enjoy sex. Well, I mean, the way that I see sex and consent is quite simple. Don't get some until you get some. That's true. My life is a porn. I just don't film it. everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Ace Light Podcast. It's really good to talk with you guys again as it is every time I do an episode. I was going to say every week then but it's definitely not every week but I think I'm actually on time with this one for a fortnightly episode. Uh, so that's really really cool. Don't forget to check us out on all the socials, Instagram, Facebook and Twitter at the Ace Light Podcast and also subscribe to our Patreon as well which is patreon.com slash the Ace Light Podcast. Now this week is going to be something a little bit different. Um, the format of the show is a little bit different. Everything's just a little bit changed. Um, you could argue that I'm switching up my style, like the videos with my pieces. Each is such a wonder, with a plethora of features. But it's going to be a lot of fun. Either way, I think, guys. Um, so this week we welcome back a guest who was on the first ever episode of the ASAP podcast. We welcome back Lauren. And we're going to talk a little bit about um, Tinder and online dating and stuff like that. I know we've done online relationships and stuff recently, but I think online dating is its own separate things. We're going to hear from a few people. We're going to react to their stories and see what they could have done better, what could have gone worse, and just basically hear those stories, react to them, and sort of move on from there. I might even read out a couple of stories that were on um on the on the old Facebook channel when I put the word out to try and find some of these people. So stay tuned, listen in, and please enjoy. And don't forget, let's get a slutty. I'm feeling down, going on Tinder, say 
joke, but no, it's not. It's so much fun. Rejecting strangers, come on, boys, show what you got. No. Sweat. Even this landscape's looking alright. Wait for them to match me back. All night. Posing with your duck face on. Tinder. Posing with an actual duck. Tinder. Asking are you down to up. Tinder. Posing with a fish. Posing with a gun. Don't give a fuck like everyone. Swipe them all straight to the right. Hey baby, up to tonight. Damn, that ass looks mighty tight. Oh no, I've been blind. I'm hooking up. Now I'm on Tinder. Which one are you in this group pick? Let's meet tonight. What's on your finger? I live with mum. Check out my dick. No. False alarm, boys. Let's check out what's happening on Grinder. Oh, wow, there's like 50 guys in this area keen for sex right now. <laughs> so, welcome back, I guess. Thank you. Um, it's been over a year since we first talked. This, uh, welcome back, Lauren. How are we doing? Thank you. I'm doing all right, and I do apologise. Um, my voice is going. A bit sick at the moment, um, but hopefully I can make some words happen today. Um, yeah, awesome to be back. I can't believe it's actually been a year. Um, it does not feel that long, in all honesty. <laughs> Time, Time flies. flies. Exactly. It's terrifying. It is. It's terrifying. But, um, yeah, so obviously you're a trooper for, for actually um, still coming in with, oh, with how your voice has been. I do, do really appreciate it. But we're doing something a wee bit different today, aren't yeah, we? We are. Um, something I... I'm not sure if you've done before, but it'll be interesting to sort of do some commentary. I've seen a few reaction videos, you know, the old YouTube videos, mm-hmm. reactions and stuff, and I've always thought those were really funny. So, yeah, keen to keen to get involved and make some comments and, yeah. Yeah, so like, like I touched on in, in our little intro there, we're basically going to be listening to a few success stories um, and one – amazing tinder nightmare i'm so excited <laughs> i actually can't wait for that and um we're basically just gonna gonna talk about um how they've gone through things and basically our thoughts on their process and how it's worked and and sort of just go from there it's going to be quite loose i think cool. um there's not going to be any set uh stage for this but to be cool. fair anybody who regularly listens to this knows that there's not any <laughs> real planning to it Good. um but yeah so let, let's go ahead and listen to the first uh the first person her name is Kirsty. she's an cool. old friend of mine from of about 10 years now okay um she met her partner on nz dating mm-hmm. uh, a website here in new zealand and they've been together now for about seven and a half years and have just had their first child oh wow awesome uh, let's get into it. Okay, so it's my honour to welcome to the show uh, for our quick little chat here, Kirsty. Um, Kirsty, you and your partner met on Tinder, I believe. Um, tell me the story about how you two met. It was kind of a, a mix between meeting online and meeting in real life. We just didn't realise that um, we were the same people. So <laughs> he was working on a farm that I was on doing silage and um, came to my house to refill his water bottle 
And then um, I was talking to him online and it turned out to be the same person. So whether or not he knew it was me in my house, I'm not too sure. But um, yeah, it was kind of a weird, ironic meeting. So was it through like an online dating website or was it, uh, did they go, did you just sort of start sending messages or how did it go on that side? Uh, it was through um, NZ Dating. And we had been talking for like maybe a month or so before um, he was on my farm. Um, and yeah, it was just that whole random, random message each other. <laughs> Sorry about baby in the background. Um, but yeah, so that was uh, seven and a half years ago now. And um, as you can hear, we have a baby together now. And... Um, running his family farm together and, and living life. So um, who who initiated it to, to begin with? Who sent that first message and then um, tell us about the story, how it went from that sort of realising who each other was online and how that sort of morphed into the real life side of thing on the farm. So he um, sent the first message. Um, I was never good at doing that kind of thing when I was online. Um, and he kind of was just like, oh, so whereabouts do you farm? And I was kind of, I was always really been reluctant to say where I farmed because I lived on the farm. So it was kind of like, oh, if I tell you where I live and work, then I kind of, if you're a weirdo, then I'll never get away from you. Um, <laughs> but he already knew because he had been there. So um, he was kind of like, oh, did you have someone come to your house and fill your water bottle? And I was like, oh, yeah. And he's like, yeah, that was me. So it kind of took the nervousness out of meeting him properly the first time a little bit less because I'd already met him before. Um, and then, yeah, he just came over to my house a couple of nights later and I made him dinner and stuff. It was quite cool. Okay, so that was Kirsty telling us her story. Yep. Quite an abrupt end there, but <laughs> I, I do thank her for coming on. It's It's – Kind of a cool one, I think, especially after seven and a half years. But yeah. um, what were your initial thoughts after hearing that story? Um, yeah, first of all, congratulations to Kirsty on um, having a successful relationship for that long and a beautiful family. That's amazing. Um, <clears throat> and also, I'd like to say well done for not sh wanting to share your address with him. <laughs> um, first off, you, you hear too many stories of when that's gone wrong for people, so credit to you girl that was awesome <clears throat> I think the first the first thing that I'm sort of wondering um, is I'm wondering if Kirsty would have had the same success and would have actually developed a relationship with Craig if they'd only known each other when he came to fill up his water bottle um, at a place at the farm um, and, and if they didn't have each other online would it still have worked because um, she mentioned that she was too um, too anxious sort of to send the first message so I'm wondering if they didn't have each other online and he sort of came into a place filled up the drink bottle and um, even if she had that attraction to him then would she have been able to pursue something would he have um, so I'm, I'm sort of thinking it's lucky that they did have each other online as well um, mm. so they could pursue each other through that yeah absolutely yeah. I have just sent a message to her asking her this question yeah. so I'm hoping she gets back to me uh, by, by the end of this reaction. Awesome. That would be good and to we'll know. be able to know the answer to that. That would be very good to know. I, I think the, the, uh, an important part that you touched on there is the fact that she protected herself yeah. early on. Yeah, even, even though uh, at that point she didn't know that they'd met, but it yeah. was yeah. Um, still, 
looking after herself yep. more than anyone else, which I think is Absolutely. really, really key to this. Very much so. <clears throat> um, I also think she and, and Craig were obviously a good match because they had the, the same job or they worked in the same industry with the yeah. farm and everything. And obviously <clears throat> they, they were lucky enough to be able to go on a nice holiday together. You know, they obviously had the same holiday interest because I know organizing holidays can actually be really difficult because people are different. <laughs> and even though you love someone to bits or you're dating and you've got that attraction, um, you are different people and organizing yeah. a holiday can actually be super, super difficult. <laughs> I, I laugh at that because I've just, I'm still organizing yeah. mine, which is happening in less than a month. Yeah. Three people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not, not just a couple, but three people. Yeah. <laughs> that were very different. And you, like, you look at the Spotify playlist that we put together and you can see how you see the differences. I love it. I love it. Oh, but it'll be, it'll be awesome to share experiences with different people. Oh, you can so learn cool. a lot from different people. So cool. Um, but yeah, I was just, I think it's maybe a lucky coincidence that, um, they knew each other outside as well as, um, mm. as well as on the, the dating site. Um, so they, they sort of could, they sort of knew after that, obviously realized that it was each other and they knew each other. They sort of knew that, oh yeah, this is, this is a person who has the same interests and, and stuff instead of just online where you're not really sure what the other person's life is mm. like. Um, you don't know them outside. You don't know what they're sort of interested in. So I think that's quite a lucky, coincidence that they yeah. had. And, and I think it's really cool that they had that sort of even just a brief interaction before realising the online thing yeah. that happened. Because, well, I, I talked about this in my online relationships episodes. Mm -hmm. I did a two-part, a couple of episodes on that. And one of the key things to come out of that was when you're talking online with somebody, it, you're only getting 7% of the full communication. Yeah. Um, so the fact that they had this other interaction albeit brief mm -hmm. you can still take a lot of out of that brief interaction of Definitely. who they are as a person and what they're like and and that sort of thing as opposed to just going with the online thing and that is one of the big detractors to online dating in my opinion yeah i don't see a problem with it. i do a lot of it myself i've had a tinder match while we've been talking <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> um, which is which is an absolute freaking bonus um but yeah we've just had a reply back from, yep. from Kirsty. Awesome. Um, she literally just says, don't know, I don't really think about it, to be honest, which is fair enough. You yeah. don't really want to think what you could think have what could been. Yeah, exactly. What, what what if it never happened? You know, that's obviously they've got a successful relationship and family and, a, and an awesome life. So, yeah. Yeah, why, why worry about what's happened? Exactly. No, that's when. it. That's a good point. So that's fair enough. Yeah, I can't argue with that. <clears throat> yeah, it's a, I actually agree with you with the point about um, – Online, it, sort of, you don't get the full picture of the person. Like, as a, well, so as it's a not even just a full picture. Seven percent is such a big yeah. Amount because you've got tone of voice, you've got facial yeah. recognition, you've got body language. Exactly. These these take up the other ninety three percent. Is literally everything. All you get is words on the screen. Exactly. There's no there's no way that it's been said. And and this is a key thing. A lot of things said online can be misconstrued in the way that they come across mm. because you don't have a tone of voice. Exactly. Something that's meant to come across as playful and joking yep. can come across as an insult. Really harsh, exactly. Or, or the other way around, something that, yeah. you know, people struggle to take it seriously because there's, you know, it's said online, but the person actually wants to communicate something quite serious. Yeah. And I think, um, part of, part of online, and I do it all the time when I'm messaging people on Facebook, and yeah, I've done the Tinder thing before, and you, you always do it, but, you know, someone says something and you're sort of sitting there like I have. 
nothing to say to this or mm. I that's not fun. like I'm not laughing that's not funny I don't really understand what that person said or I don't really like the joke or whatever but yeah. you send a haha with a smiley face or something you know you yeah, send some yeah. emoji and it's so easy to sort of fake a reaction but in real life you can't do that and that's the other the other part that <clears> I find <throat> quite interesting with with online dating mm. and I'm saying negatives, but yeah. I don't. I genuinely don't think that online dating or anything like that yeah, is a negative thing. I sure. think if people want to meet that way, that's that's yep. absolutely fine. It's awesome. really really absolutely, cool. Absolutely, yeah. But um, what I was going to say is that the time that somebody can take to formulate a response to a message as well, yeah. when, you're, when you're going via text on a screen, can give the the person who's responding to a message can literally put across who they think the other person wants. Them to be. Yeah, definitely. As opposed to who they actually are as a yeah. person, or they can begin to manipulate the other person's thought of who they are. Exactly. Around that sort of thing, which is really quite dangerous. And again, I'm not trying to be negative towards online yeah. relationships. I think they're great, but these are some of the some of the pitfalls that come in, and that's why I think it's really cool that Kirsty and and Craig had this interaction. Yeah, um, definitely. This personal interaction as part of it all. Yeah, well. yeah, definitely. I think it is very easy to. And I mean, you always want to portray, you know, the best version of yourself. And online, it's easy to do that. You can, you can make the other person believe that you are a certain way, or you can, you can take that time and make the responses <clears throat> to 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 seem like the best version of yourself. To you know, oh, this is the wittiest response, or oh, this is going to be really cute if I do this, mm-hmm. or um, let me think about a really cool response, and I might, you know, take some time to do that, um, which is great. It's it's awesome and. In real life, it's it's quite hard to take the time, and I think people sort of blurt out too quickly sometimes, mm-hmm. and you, you do feel like a bit of an idiot when you say something too quickly. <laughs> yeah. So there is that to be to be said for online. You you do take the time to think through your responses, which can actually be a very very positive thing. Mm. Now, now I have to say, while while um, Lauren was listening to that conversation, she's written a whole page of notes, which is, which is quite <laughs> fantastic. So what else is on your magic sort of page? Cool. So <clears throat> I think that Kirsty made a really good point about anxiety. So mm-hmm. being being online and, and not having that face-to-face interaction and having the time, like we've just mentioned, to, to take, um, you know, to make a, a really good, well-informed response, it's a really great outlet for people who might be a bit more shy or a mm-hmm. bit anxious and may not be able to make those those moves in in real life. Or even have social phobias. Exactly. And um, I think also people like Kirsty and myself as well, who, you know, Kirsty has obviously had a job that, that meant a lot to her at that time that she, she met Craig. And we, I, I've got, I do shift work, I work full time. It's, it's difficult to actually take the time to go out and meet people and stuff. So, I mean, well, how it took us, what, three weeks to organize this. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I have to book things into my schedule months, literally months in advance mm-hmm. um, with my work rosters. So, I mean, online dating is a great place for people like us who are career-driven or, you know, are, are anxious. I'm anxious as well as career-driven. So it's it, it might be an even better option for people like me. So that's pretty cool. Um, people, I think, a lot of the time, Kirsty was mentioning, one of the reasons that people sort of look down upon online dating and apps and stuff is that, you know, people hide behind the screen and there are a lot of pervs and creeps. And can I just say, they exist in real life all the time, everywhere. Yeah, yeah that absolutely. Pervs and creeps are like a universal constant. So, so, some of them are presidents <laughs> of the country. Um, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, yeah. I, I that's, probably shouldn't say that. I'm going to America. I mean, you're going to America, <laughs> me. <laughs> 
hopefully the FBI aren't listening and not gonna <laughs> gonna ban you from their country. Um, no, so I think um, we need to be careful at all the time, not just online. Yes, yeah. people, more people hide behind a screen than you know are outright creepy in real life, but it does happen. And <clears throat> when you get to know someone in real life, you think you know them, but sometimes they can turn around and be someone else as well. So that's 100%. something to be said as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I. The last point that I sort of had um, about this is. A benefit of online dating is that it's very easy to write a disclaimer or a statement like on your bio, like a Tinder bio or something that states exactly what you're looking for, mm -hmm. exactly when you want it, what you want, how you want it, and who you want it from, essentially. Yeah. You can pick, you can state your type, you can state anything, and no one really judges that. That's what a Tinder bio is for. That's yeah. what the description's oh, for. So. In real life, if you sit down on like a first date or as soon as you meet someone that you think, <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I like the look of that person. If you say, right, I want... Um, oh, yeah, I get that all the time. <laughs> people just look at me and go, damn, boy. <laughs> it's sort of, it's really strange to then turn around and go, hi, I really like you. Uh, I would like um, three kids by 2022 and I would like to keep my career it's but also have... It is. It's, it's really confrontational but... But I wish that we were able to do that because mm -hmm. I want to turn around and say to someone, I really like you. Um, are you looking for a serious long-term relationship with the potential of kids in the next, you know, six years, six or seven years? And and not have someone be like, oh, my God, you're crazy. Mm -hmm. you're, 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 yeah. you're a psycho. Like, we can do that online. Be like, I'm, I'm looking for this, this, this. And that's cool. That's great. That's what it's for. Yeah, and then people can message you or not based on that information exactly exactly people say yep that's a match for me or no that's not what i'm into mm -hmm. similarly in real life i mean some people do but it's a bit creepy to sort of be like i'm looking for a one night stand do you mm -hmm. want to <laughs> but like online oh, it's oh, like no, here for a good time not a long time <laughs> i have that's what i mean sometimes people do it and you've been to swinging clubs <laughs> <laughs> and yes, when you're all in that kind of space, that consenting yeah. space, it's awesome to be able to interact like that with each other. But online, you know, Tinder, mm. here for a good time, not a long time. Easy. You yeah. know, it works. Yeah, Real life, so. not so much. <laughs> no. Cool. Yeah, no, so that's, that was really, really cool. There's a lot of info to, to go through as, as part of that. Yeah. Um, the, the next one that we're going to listen to is... A really interesting one. Oh gosh, I'm excited. Um, so the next one, I, it was literally just before you came in to, to, to have a chat, I recorded this yep. one um, with Antonia, who had a bit of a tender nightmare. Oh my goodness. Um, and we're, we're going to have a listen to that now. Awesome. And, um, and we'll go from there. Cool. Okay, so welcome Antonia. Um, we're just going to get straight into it. Why don't... Um, you tell us your story because it's one hell of a doozy of a story. So, um, well, yeah, just go ahead and tell us what happened. Yeah, sweet. So, at the end of 2017, I'd had an ankle surgery. So, I was, like, flicking around on Tinder because I was bored. I was up on my, um, off my feet for, like, eight weeks. And I come across this guy, started chatting, and he seemed real cool. So, I was like, mm, okay, well, we'll catch up. Like, no harm in catching up. Mm -hmm. So, met up with him. And he, he was nice and, you know, said all the right things, as, you know, guys do sometimes. Mm -hmm. And um, sort of entered into a wee relationship. And that relationship got real intense from his side, like, straight away. Right. Like, pulling out the L word and stuff. And, Ooh. 
Yeah, scary, right? Yeah. So I was um, a bit apprehensive and met up with him a few more times and he just became more and more and more intense. Um, one day I was getting my nails done and he called me like 17 times in two hours asking what I was doing. Jesus. Um, yeah, so I kept going and getting my nails done. It takes like two hours. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, so it was getting closer to Christmas time, so like the 23rd of December. Yeah. And my mate down in Ashburton was having a bit of Christmas shindig and he was like, I'll come with you. And I'm like, hmm, you know what? This isn't working for me. Mm-hmm. You're too intense. I need like I need you to back off. I need you to chill. And he was like, I can't believe you're doing this to me. Like broke down, and I was like, Look, just leave <laughs> me alone, please. Yeah. Um. So I went down to my mates in Ashburton for like her Christmas shindig, mm-hmm. and we had a few drinks and stuff. And constant, he was constantly ringing me and messaging me all night, and I was just ignoring mm. it. Yeah. Um. It got to about one o'clock in the morning, and there was a knock at my friend's door. And this is where it gets crazy. Um, he had driven from Christchurch down to Ashburton and found my car and found where my friend lived. Um, so before that, he had no knowledge of where she lived. Only um, slightly creepy. A little bit creepy. So he, like, knocks on the door. Uh, my friend's now husband told him to, you know, get out, leave. Um, and then, yeah, Christmas rolls around, and I sort of felt sorry for him, so I started messaging him again over Christmas. Um, you know, suck it into the, the sort of gaslighting and the lies and the, mm-hmm. oh, you're so, you know, you're perfect. And it's, you know, girls get suckered in like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, once again, he said all the right things. And I went on holiday to Golden Bay, so like four hours drive and, mm-hmm. um, was, you know, messaging him, but there was no sort of relationship. And I accidentally sent a message to him that was to a friend in Nelson mm-hmm. and he went mental about it. Cause I said, Hey mate, just, you know, let me know when you're over the hill. And he automatically thought that I had this like other guy coming to see me. So he drove four hours to where I was camping and turned up. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So he's a, he's a total freak at this point. So we sort of were like, Oh, I had my son there. Who's, you know, who was, seven at the time so it's sort of like you you need to go you need to back off um he did he left um after a few strong words from my dad Mm -hmm. and um so you know holiday went well I came back and I was at a mate's getting a tattoo and my phone rings and I'm like random don't know that number Mm -hmm. so I answer it and it's this girl and she's like I hear you're dating we're gonna call him Bruce Yep. And I was like, mm, no, not dating him. Like, I called that off before Christmas. And she's like, well, I'm just letting you know that I'm his girlfriend and he's been living with me for 18 months. But there's not just you. There's five other women that he's been seeing. <laughs> what? So at this point, I'm like, oh, my God, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, I've just found out about it. Like, we went away at Christmas time together to his family's. And he was, like, messaging all these girls. And I was like, oh, this is so bizarre. And I had mm-hmm. it on speaker with my mate. And my mate is just, like, what the fuck? we're just completely blown away by everything that's, like, she's saying. She's like, I've got two teenage kids. He lives with me. He Shit. drives my car. Um, nothing he's told you is true. And I was like, this is so weird. How did he get away with, like, leaving in the middle of the night to drive to Ashburton mm. and driving four hours to Golden Bay, the top of the South Island, like 
to stalk me, basically. Um, well, not so, basically. It was stalking. Well, it was. Yeah, it was stalking. Totally stalking. He, he's a freak. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I was like, oh, my God. And she's like, can we meet up? And I was like, okay. And she's like, I just want to talk to you. And I'm like, that's sweet. So we arranged to meet up and there was me, his girlfriend had been with him for, you know, over a year. Mm-hmm. And then these three other girls that he'd been seeing, she uh-huh. managed to contact them all. Um, and so we all met up at the mall and then he like stalked us there. Um, <laughs> That's probably not the best place to be in that situation. <laughs> it's to... Yeah, I know. And so we were like, what is this guy's problem? So yeah, like Tinder nightmare, um, I had loaned him a bit of money and I was like, you need to pay me back. Not a lot, like a hundred bucks, yeah. nothing much. But I was like, I want my hundred bucks back. Like you're a creep. <laughs> I'm so going to guess you never back. saw the end of that. Oh no, you did get it back. No, I did. I got my money back. I may or may not That's have a used shock. a little bit of blackmail, but you uh, know, got to do what you got to do. Um, yeah. Like I said, you know, I will call the cops on you for stalking. Like mm. I've got evidence of you turning up and you know. hundred percent. Yeah. So, complete nightmare um he is still with one of these girls that was around but um didn't know the full story and no one could contact her since then i've contacted her and been like he is dangerous he's you know Mm. he's all these things he's moved to the north island but refuses to come back to christchurch because i think he knows that he'd be in a lot of trouble with some of the other girls yeah you know contacts yeah so Oh, yeah, disastrous, but kind of funny, kind of Jeremy Kyle. <laughs> yeah, it, but, it's it's a little bit Jezza, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but it, like, it happened, and that's, mm. I'm in total disbelief. But I've not used Tinder or met anyone off Tinder since then. <laughs> I, I wonder why. <laughs> yeah, well. I can't really blame you, know. you for that. <laughs> I can't blame myself either. So I, I guess my, my main question from this, though, is how, do you, how did he get away with it for for? I mean, I guess it was kind of a short while, really, wasn't it? But I feel as though he'd probably done this for a considerable amount of time with the with the girl he'd been with for a year. How do you think he got away with it so, so well? You know, if I, I knew how he got away with it, I'd probably be the perfect criminal. <laughs> like, I, there was a lot of lies, mm-hmm. and now that when you look back on it, you go, oh, he wasn't telling the truth about that. Oh, yeah, that was definitely a lie. Like, he'd say things like, oh, I've just got to go. He'd be, like, visiting or we'd be, like, catching up. And then all of a sudden he'd be like, oh, oh, I've got to go meet up with my mate uh, about something. And you'd be like, well, that's a little bit weird. But would you be like, oh, I don't believe you at the time when you're, like, potentially wanting to date someone. Um, Yeah, you want to be as trusting as you can, right? Yeah, but it just goes to prove how sneaky, like, humans can be. Yeah, absolutely. Especially when, you know, something's going their way and then when something doesn't go their way, how scary it can turn. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm, I don't want to continue this. Oh, well, let me stalk you. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. It's not exactly the most healthy thing. Um, it's not, no. So obviously there was a few red flags here. Yeah. Um, and you decided to overlook them, I guess, before the end Yeah. So there was the the driving down to Ashburton, which for those for those who don't live in Christ, most of my most of my listeners are American. It's about yeah. an hour hour to an hour and a half drive out of Christchurch. Yeah. Um, so yeah. he's, he's driven that far and then searched for your vehicle. Yeah, searched for my is vehicle. The, probably the creepiest part of it. Yeah, and it's not like it's my old vehicle, but it's not a car that you know they're super common. Mm. So he probably would have come across ten of them. So. <laughs> 
Um, like, I mean, I guess he probably, other red flags. He probably knew your um your license plate number to be fair. Yeah, probably. I mean, but, if he's going to drive that far, you'd yeah. think you'd have a <laughs> backup plan. Yeah. So what? <laughs> yeah. What were some of the other red flags though? Um, I guess it's like that relationship that becomes super intense really fast as well. Yep. Like that whole popping out the L word and stuff. And I never responded with that word because I, there was no love there for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and that real, it was almost like a clinginess, that 17 phone calls, like, what are you doing? Where are you at? Almost like showing a sign of guilt and what are you up to? Because what am I up to? Yeah, yeah, I get um, you. Yeah, and then there was sort of being overprotective because he knows what he's up to. Yeah, he knows what he's up to. Yeah, and I guess other red flags are like little lies that I knew weren't true, but I overlooked. Like he lied about what sort of vehicle he owned. Like he said he owned like a Mazda RX2, and then would like show me pictures, but every picture would be different. Right. And like I'm not silly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I may be a girl, but I'm not silly, and I mean I know my cars, so. You know, it's, it's just all those little things. But I think the major red flag is, is for, you know, anyone that's meeting anyone off Tinder is that relationship that you just know isn't right from the start. And, like, in your gut, you get that feeling. You're like, mm. Mm, this isn't right. And, I mean, I should have, from the start, been like, you're, you're, you need to back off. But, you know, I gave it a couple of months. Yep. And he, you know, when we found out about the other, you know, five girls and the girlfriend, um, all the women that he was seeing were super vulnerable right. at the time of meeting them. So, okay, so for he's, me, he's picked them out for that reason. Yeah, yeah. So single mums, everyone was a single mum. And everyone had um, – so the girl that he was living with was in a wheelchair and right. was a single parent. Um, one of the other mums had been off work with like a depressive episode and she was a uh, single mum. Right. And then there was me so who had like a, a major surgery. He's definitely chosen his targets. Yeah, yeah, and, like, he obviously, you know, had his type. Who can I pray? Oh, I don't know if it was a prey thing or if that was just his attraction. Um, I think it's a prey yeah. thing. Uh, yeah, probably. You're probably right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah. Ju just for the last thing, I've kept you for almost a quarter of an hour already. Um, any advice for anybody else who who is using Tinder and whatnot to try and find somebody to so that they can avoid situations like this themselves? <sighs> I mean, just be super careful. Know that person, like you do your own stalking. Stalk the hell out of them. Stalk their Facebook. Stalk, Google their name. Mm -hmm. See if anything pops up. I mean, in a world today where Tinder is actually where people are meeting people and marrying them. Yep. I mean, I, I get that it works, but um, it's just be careful and know that person before you go making any sort of commitment. Don't go rushing into things. Yep. I think yeah. that's the key thing, and especially if they're pulling forward those words as much as they can very quickly, like the yeah. word and things like that, then um, there's – and you're not feeling that way, then it needs to be said straight up as well and be like, yeah, yeah, that's a bit intense. Um, just just call it a wee bit. It is. Yeah. Um, I, I would also potentially argue um, gut feelings as well. So with those little yeah. lies and stuff, those – if somebody's yeah. telling little lies that literally mean nothing, then they're probably going to tell bigger ones. Yeah, there's somewhere. probably always a bigger lie behind yeah. those little lies. Yeah. Yeah. So be aware of that. Anyway, um, I'll let you get back to work because uh, you need to take a little bit of a break for, to talk to me. I do really appreciate it. 
No, that's all good. It has been our third attempt, so we've gotten there. Everything's all good. Thank you very much. No, that's all good. Thanks, Simon. All right, thank you. All right, bye. Bye-bye. So, yeah, that's a story that happens. I had to ask if I'm allowed to swear on this because, holy fuck, yeah. that was crazy. That was an oh absolute fucking roller coaster. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor lady. Like, oh, man. <laughs> where, well, where, where do you start with this? I, yeah, I, I'm looking at my notes and I'm like, oh, what, where? Just where? Yeah, like, I have to say, when, when I put the call out on Facebook, like I said, yeah. uh, Antonia answered it. Yeah. She just said, um, I dated a guy who, was with, who had five girls. Yeah. And I was thinking, okay, that'll be a fun story. Yeah. And then we started talking about that happens. <laughs> Fucking Christ. I know. Oh my goodness. Like, yeah, I, I, I looked at the comments on your on your post just to see what sort of you know, what sort of things we'd have to talk about, what sort of stories that were um that would appear on the podcast and I saw that and I was like, Oh yeah, just gonna be one of those one guy's got, you know, five chicks on the go and he's sort of casually dating them all and trying to get away with it, sneaky bastard like yeah. usual stuff but that is not the usual stuff that no. is way out there <laughs> yeah so i don't know i'm gonna i'm gonna guess i'll start from the beginning of my points about this bruce character <laughs> let's let's call him that um <laughs> i'm not sure he deserves a name no he doesn't dick bag <laughs> let's call him that um but, so but a bag of dicks could be i mean that could be a bit of fun exactly. and he is not fun okay no. fuck stain this fuck stain is yeah fuck stains are never good yeah yeah, um, them yeah, and, it yeah, just, yeah, it just, it okay, just, they hang that. around and they won't go away. We've gone tank. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, what a story! What a throwback! Man, I actually like not forgot about that, but you know, it yeah, just goes to the back of the mind. That was a, that was a time. To, that be, was and a to time. be fair, it's probably not too different. No, it wasn't actually. And the, the fact that he ended up getting deported. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Um. Man. No, this 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 character, like he, the the first thing that I had to say was it's so manipulative when people use the L word to get mm-hmm. others to act in a certain way or to do certain things, like or, or to feel guilty, or to for feel not saying it back. guilt. Exactly, it's just disgusting. Like yeah. that is love is such. It's not a thing to be thrown around lightly. Like it, not just saying it, but the feeling itself. It's such a strong feeling, and I don't know. It's very very sickening actually that someone thinks so little of love that they can use it as a manipulation tool yeah. I that it's so disrespectful like and good on Antonia for not saying it back when she when it wouldn't be honest yeah. you know I really respect 100%. that and I wish more people out there would be like that you know be honest I'm with sorry, your feelings yeah exactly I'm I'm sorry I'm but not I'm not at that point yet but maybe in the future like I would like to be at that point or yeah. um I'm not sure when I will be because of ABC, mm-hmm. you know, I've got a, I myself have a difficult past, so I, I'm, you know, reluctant to say that word. Yeah. But I would love to, like one day, I would absolutely really like to. But <clears throat> me too. Yeah. Like it's, it's daunting. It is, and it's it's but, such a yeah. scary thought, and it's such a wild time being in love with someone. Saying that though, I'll, I'll say that to friends and stuff. Like, there's platonic uh, yeah, love, and definitely. There's partnerly love. Yeah, romantic, romantic. deep sort See, of. I'm not love. sure about romantic even either. Hmm. I think that's a whole. Different thing. Different thing, yeah. As opposed to somebody who's your companion. That's true. That's true. There are so many different types of love yeah, like this. Yeah, you're right. Um, I, no, I do say that to my friends, and then there's familial love. And, 
yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But no, we'll, we'll, oh, what's that? Yeah, I, know. I was I just, I was clue. just about to say, not that I have any experience <laughs> with that, but uh, some people are lucky enough to have that. No, I, my, my friends for me are both platonic and yeah. and familial love. Like my friends mm-hmm. are my family, and I, I love them like family. Um, now we've all been suckered into that kind of thing, unfortunately. Like hindsight is twenty twenty, and you look mm-hmm. back and you see all those red flags with someone, and you think, "Why the fuck didn't I do something? Yeah, how did I not? Know how this? did I not see this? Or why did I choose to look past it?" But you know, when you're in that feeling, and and and, and Antonia says, when you want to be dating someone, you you don't want to freak out or mm-hmm. do something in case you're wrong as well. Like. Oh, yeah. I found it really weird that you did this, and they're like, actually, it's just because of this simple explanation. And you're like, oh, bother. <laughs> yeah, I, I may have made a, I've made a terrible mistake. But no, I think everybody can relate to being sucked into that that feeling and falling into the trap of someone who appears a certain way but isn't. You know, we've we've all been there. Like, mm. um, it's about living and learning. And it sounds like she has. She sounds like a very strong, capable woman. And <clears throat> I'm I'm really glad actually like that aside and and this is nothing about Antonia as a person yeah but I'm so glad that there were people there there were other people there when when this Bruce character turned up yeah um like at the house like her dad was yeah because who knows think, what, uh, what else could have who knows and it's not to say that Antonia couldn't defend herself I mean we all like to think that we can and but you never know, you know, no. if, if the person's going to turn up with something or with someone else or in a, you know, drug addled and really dangerous. And mm-hmm. I'm just glad that, you know, the friend's partner was there and her dad was, was there at another time to, to sort of back her up and and be a presence that's that's nice and, you know, intimidating. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. She, she's, she's lucky, but no, you do never know what's going to happen. Um, yeah, I guess it's it's one of those – it's. This is one of the examples that we were mentioning earlier <clears throat> after Kirsty's story of, of one of the creeps that do lurk behind the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they do and, exist. And, and, put up, and put up this front that they're a good guy. A great, a great person and, you know, to, yeah. to five different people, and, and, they've, and they've given that intention to those people. He's exactly. said, and gone, I'm, <clears throat> this is who I'm going to be to yeah. these people. Yeah. yeah. And then portrayed it as such. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just you know, even if he wasn't using Tinder um, or or a dating app, maybe he would have tried some other avenue in real life. Mm-hmm. Maybe he would have you know sat at the local cafe and and preyed on a certain type that he saw come in. You know, you, he he's gonna do it in real life as well. It's not it's the app is kind of just an enabler, yeah. but it's not the cause of, of no, this kind of behaviour. And I think some people get pe- that confused. Yeah, well, people can do this um, in in person yeah, as well. Yeah, definitely. It's, I used to be, and even occasionally still am unintentionally now, mm. but yeah. back in the day I was a manipulator and I could yeah. manipulate quite easily and get people around to talk to, to the way that I wanted them to be Yeah, and and to align themselves with, with what I thought. Yeah. Um, thankfully, I don't do that on purpose anymore. Yeah, I, I've still noticed a couple of occasions where I've sat there and gone, you know, well, that's actually quite shit thing to do. I mean, you have the ability to look at your behaviour and say, yeah. actually, I don't I don't want to be like but, that if this person hasn't this, got this, there. This guy just went, he's, he's been completely selfish with it and yeah. gone, I'm obviously doing this. Surely he must realise that he's been doing it because it yeah, seems he, like it's a yeah. purpose. Yeah. It's a purposeful thing that he's done and he just hasn't given a shit about anyone else. Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's that lack of empathy, the sort of 
yeah. lack of theory of mind that hasn't really developed in him that he can't put himself in, in other shoes mm-hmm. and think, how would I feel if someone, you know, followed me around the country? Yes, and yeah, it's, especially with the stalking angle. Because, yeah. like I said in, in that chat, it's 100% stalking. Definitely. Travelling yep. an hour and a half yep. and then hunting for her car. Yep. That you must know in yourself that like it's if, not if, okay. If it's an address, that's you know the address, that's one yeah. thing. But he's obviously like Looked gone up and down streets and gone all over the place looking for her bit. Made note of someone's license plate. Like for a start, yeah. I could name you my license plate. Um, I could not name you any of my ex's license plates. Mm-hmm. Um, even though like I've lived with a couple of them and they were parked in you know my driveway for you know, a few months, I yeah. don't, I couldn't name them at all. Like that, it's not something you take note of either unless, you know, you have a photographic memory or yeah. you want to keep it for future reference yeah. for something sinister. <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, it's, it's a very interesting mentality. And I think the, the criminal justice side of me, you know, I, I work with young sexual offenders and that's going to be a podcast for another time it is and i can't wait for that that's yeah super interesting. got some interesting points actually to bring up about um offending sort of mentality especially sexual offending mentality and i'm very interested from that perspective um about this this person and his 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 motives and his his way of thinking like mm. obviously he has to know in himself that that kind of thing is not okay but because he's he's managed to do it with you know five six different people mm. and they've all believed believed that he is a genuine you know a, a good person and that his intentions are honest but um I'm, I'm i'm interested to see if if there's been you know a, a sort of type that he's targeted especially with looks that well, that seems to be yeah well that hasn't been with looks but yeah it's, like like what was said in there yeah He's targeted the single mothers. Was, yeah, the, the um, ones he sees as weaker, you know, able the, to be. The wheelchair. Yeah. Um, another one had, um, I can't remember now. Yeah. But there, there was certainly a type with the single mother in yeah. position. Yes. There was one with the depressive episode. Yeah, exactly. So he's, he's, he's made clear what his targets are in that mm. regard, I think. Ones he sees as sort of, these are likely to be more needy and um, mm. have a, have a space for someone like me who can swoop yeah. in and, and sort of save the day. Or easily manipulated. Easily manipulated, a bit more vulnerable, mm-hmm. but um, sort of weaker types, if, if you will. Like, yeah, um, and, and I mean, in, in that respect, it does ma- it, it makes sense that he's chosen. It. Unfortunately for these poor women, like that, that is that is who he's chosen because mm-hmm. of that, and it does make sense. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm interested to see how he met the other other woman. Is it is it was it all online? Was it all you know through the same app yeah, with the same profile? I'm was it? Yeah. As well. Did he meet some of them in real life? I, I, I get the feeling it would have been an online <clears> thing initially. Yeah, I think so. Because how how can you target single mothers and whatnot if it's not an online thing? If you get what I'm saying, it'd be much yeah. more difficult to go after the type that he's going after. Yeah. If there's if it's more in person. Definitely. It's also more difficult, I think, to begin that manipulative process in person. Exactly. Yeah, and I, I think he's seen, <clears throat> especially for for these types, some a, a lack of maybe self esteem, and yeah. that's when the manipulative side of him can can come in and go. I'm going to build these people up so they have a certain feeling towards me. They feel warmer towards me. They feel safer around me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely disgusting that, that he's you know obviously done that, but yeah. they feel safer around me and they're more likely to do what I want, obviously using the L word to, to 
get in there and you know make them feel a certain way towards him so he's got them in the palm of his hand like that's kind of offender 101 it's just kind of stuff it is it it is it is and i'm very sorry that these people have experienced that and i'm hoping that they can use this to to feel stronger as people that Mm -hmm. have you know come out of this and can use it to help others maybe who are maybe in a similar position um and you know know that they know the signs now and Mm -hmm. they won't be able to they they won't fall into that trap again really yeah, let's 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 hope so. Yeah, I, I really I really do hope so. And and it's it's eye opening to share this story for people who might be trying online <clears throat> online dating for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um and, and so they can recognise some signs as well. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's shit. <laughs> this is shit. <laughs> like it's it's not the most uplifting of, it is of not. stories this one, but no. Um I did want a mix of both good and bad experiences yep. when talking about for it. Sure. It's only fair to see, for sure. to yeah. see both sides. So um, I'm really, really happy um, to, uh, to to have that story on here yep. and, and put that put the awareness of what yep. can potentially happen out there. Yeah, definitely. Um, so on a brighter note, let's move on to, to our final awesome. our final one. Awesome. Um, and hopefully <laughs> this one's a lot nicer. So this is with... Um, Two friends of mine, one of which has already been on um, on the podcast when I interviewed for about online relationships, um, and so that's Sam and his partner Holly. Cool. Not the online part. Okay. They did meet online. Cool. Um, in a bit of a different kind of way. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't through Tinder. It wasn't through NZ Day. Mm-hmm. But we'll we'll find that out as cool. as we go. Cool. So uh, let's have a quick listen to that and see. Okay, so now we're going to talk to uh, Holly and Sam, who have met online as well. So tell me how you guys met. After you. <laughs> it's all your fault. <laughs> um, I messaged Sam's profile uh, on BetLife. Um, he seemed quite interesting. And um, I thought, well, I'd like to get to know this person a bit better, so I'll message them and maybe I'll hear back. Yeah. I mean, I, I've i written a few things on FetLife, which Holly apparently liked and messaged me, and I was like, wow, this is out of the blue? Probably a catfishing scam. What have I got to lose by messaging back? And it wasn't a scam. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> long game. Long game. <laughs> Speaking of which, how does catfish? Um, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Um, so, cool. There's going to be a few people. Most of my listeners are going to know what FetLife is, though. Uh, that way inclined, but for those who don't, what's that like? Kink Facebook, basically. It's a social media site. With, with less creeps. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> like, there's still a fair few creeps, but just due to the penetration and what the kink community yeah, is like. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'm going to put as many puns in here to make some happy as possible. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd describe it as very much like a kink Facebook with a much lower budget, because it's not entirely driven by ads uh yeah so you create a profile you list the things you're into your likes your interests you make friends you have a whole bunch of relationship settings a whole bunch because my god the king circle has so many terms and terminology that Mm -hmm. use uh and then yeah you can post pictures you can post posts some of the stories writing things like that and people can react to them well, there's only basically one react, which is love or 
not. But you can comment too. Yeah, you can comment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Basically, Twitter. Yeah. And there's and there's private messaging, of course, and you can also interact on forums. Um, Join groups. Yeah. Of. like-minded people. Yeah. yeah. Ah, and of course you can um, add on your profile your list of um, fetishes. Yeah, it's a very common thing to do is like there's a lot of fetish tests and what you're into. And not just that. The, what I love about it is there's no limits to the kind of relationships you can have yeah. or people. Yes. Yeah. Or people that you have relationships yeah. with. Yeah, it's, it's amazing because, I mean, on Facebook you've got to take advantage of like a, a programming error to be able yeah. to do that. You have to put it into life events or something. Yeah, yeah. I'm in a life event, polyamorous relationship. <laughs> yeah, cool. Whereas on Fed Life, it's like, I want to be in 30 different kinds of relationship with 50 different kinds of people. <laughs> and Fed Life's like, cool, people are just going to have to scroll through them when they mm-hmm. visit your profile. That's the only limit, really. It's very open and adaptable in that way, which is really great. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you guys have been together for about, what, eight months now or so? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, about that. Yeah. So... In this, you're one of the, the shorter relationships, but I still want to talk to you guys because I know you guys and you're lovely and it's fun. And we um, said yes. So. <laughs> yeah, and you said yes and, and didn't uh, make things difficult. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe a little bit. You're two and a half hours late. That's eight for this weekend. That's not too bad. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there was some poor planning this weekend. Yeah. Anyway. Well, there's some very good planning at the same time. Yeah. So, so you're both poly. Yeah. 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 We um, um, we were both polyamorous when we first met. Okay. So that sort of helped out because one of you is, is married and the other is not, but has other relationships as well, correct? Yeah. Which is which is awesome. But we we won't go into that just yet. Um just in general though, what are your thoughts around sort of online dating and sort of or apps and all of that sort of thing? Um, I think it's pretty awesome that you don't have to like go out to a bar and meet some person who can state with bridge. Yeah. Yeah, like you can get to know someone before you actually agree to meet them. And I mean, okay, you stand the chances of them not actually being that person that you got to know because they were uh, acting the part or they were a scam or they were catfishing or whatever. But to be fair, but, you've got that meeting in person for a lot of those factors. So. Yeah, exactly. Um yeah, and so you can figure out if you have a connection before you actually meet. Yeah. Um, which with Sam, we've like you know we figured out pretty quickly that we had a connection. Yeah, I, I think um, like pre, pre or not pre internet but pre dating apps and that sort of thing. It's it's I feel as though it's very much a, oh here's a friend of mine you'll love them sort of sort yeah, of thing the, as opposed to not really getting any yeah, real you, information. You were a requirement on either meeting someone at a bar, mm. which you probably went to with friends, or meeting a friend of a friend, like the high school circle yes. web thing. It was yeah. is quite a relevant factor. Or you meet someone through your job, which is a new broker idea. Yeah. Or yeah, don't date people at work. Yeah, yeah, don't screw the group. Uh, yeah, so I think the dating apps, like as we've previously spoken about last one as well, it, it just opened your circle in such a wider sense and as you say you can meet people on shared interests so it's like if nothing else we've got one thing we can awkwardly talk about on a date first time and it also allows you to see like like being brutally honest you can facebook stalk them a fair bit and go like is this person who they say they are or have they at least put effort into the scam 
Or, um, and you're like, do I know someone who knows them unexpectedly so I can suss them out or go, oh, I don't want to deal with that person. Yeah. But, but in saying that, there's there's been a lot of cases that, that I've read about where um, people have seen somebody on Tinder like and that predominantly, I'm not saying all the time, predominantly a male sees a female on Tinder and goes, gee, she's quite attractive, does the swipe right thing, but then goes and friends them on Facebook. And that's something that I think is quite... Yeah. Quite weird. There, there isn't like a, an established social etiquette. It's like, oh, I've seen you on Facebook. I'm not going to show up outside your house and reverse Google stalk you. But I've seen you on Tinder, so I'm going to hunt you down on Facebook. And because a lot of those dating apps do use Facebook as a verification yeah, process, yeah. it's like, yeah, am I putting myself out there on both platforms or on one? Because, like, what if I'm, for a lot of people, so like, you know, what if I'm on Tinder to meet someone, but I'm actually in the death throes of another relationship or in another relationship and I'm not poly? Yeah, like, there's this whole unspoken thing of what's okay to explore and what's not. Hmm. I, I think if if you're on Tinder, you're on Tinder. That's yeah. it. There's, I yeah. don't think there's a right for anybody yeah, you, you to don't... go and try and friend them on Facebook yeah. or anything like yeah. that. I think that's quite weird and a little bit. Yeah. Because if you swipe right, then I'm saying for, I'm for interested. Example, I'm saying I'm interested. If you don't get that 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 like back, then it's yeah. not going to happen, regardless of whether you friend them on Facebook or any other. Yeah, like we're on like as on a lot of dating apps, you both have to like to trigger that connection. Yeah. That's the kind of the relevant point of consent. Mm. If you don't even have that, it's yeah, it's basically like going, well, you seem interested, you seem available on Tinder. I can now be a creep yeah. in a very bad way on Facebook. <laughs> and again, ju- just before this recording, we listened to a song called The Creep, and that's just popped into my head. Yeah, I, I did just set Simon up to laugh. So <laughs> I'm sorry for that. Uh, whereas, like, um, on FetLife, as an example, there isn't actually any connection to a so- another social media presence. Mm-hmm. A lot of people do post it there as well, which I'd say is kind of consent. They say, look me up on Instagram mm-hmm. or look me up on Facebook. But yeah, so but the, then there's you the, can, offer, um, the offers out there for that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But like also, you can set your photos to private or public. Yes. And um, yeah, so like, like a yeah. lot of, yeah, a lot of my photos on FetLife um, are set to friends only. And so random people don't see my face. Yeah, and can't just identify you off yeah. on the internet. Yeah. Which I is don't even think we're really nice. FetLife, are we? Oh my god, we're not. I don't think we are. Okay, you can. You can. Yeah, to be fair, I think I've got like six friends on FitLife for my profile. <laughs> yeah. Pretty open. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so move, moving on to what we're actually meant to be talking about. Yeah. Um, why does it work for some people? Why does it? Like you, you hear. Yeah. A lot of I think the Rock do uh, a segment called Tinder Surprise, which is just all about. The <laughs> they totally stole that off the Switch website. But yeah. But you know, so why why is it? so prevalent that it works obviously it's worked for you guys not Tinder yeah. but online yeah. why do you think and the, the other part of this is you hear stories of people who just never get matches as well yep yeah. why does it work for some people and not for us is it the way that you set it up is it your face is it what um I'd say like from my personal experience at least there's two aspects to it one is how honest are you and mm-hmm. How much do people like what you're honest about? So, like, Bumble's a great example. Bumble, which I thoroughly support in every way. It's a really like great Bumble. feminist app. It's got a lot of really good logical progression behind it yeah. and the way you interact and things like that. And they actually try, like, to be a socially good service. I love how they blur the photos. You have to yeah. click on it to look at it. So you don't have to see. 
you know. Um, yes, yeah, so if someone, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So if somebody likes you, that it's blood. It's pixelated yeah. out, which doesn't stop you necessarily looking and going, oh, I can probably figure it match that if I see the unblurred photo in just the general stream of do I like this person but or not. At that point, I think it's. Oh, sorry, no, yeah. it's, it's once it's once you're matched yeah. when you're private messaging and you send each other photos. Yeah, they're blurred. Oh, they're yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Um, so no, but like they they um they censor. Like they they go they have an algorithm or something that goes through all the photos that you submit onto your profile. Um, so like I submitted a meme which was a screenshot of a chat conversation. Yeah. And um and so they removed that because it was a screenshot. It wasn't a photo of you. Yeah. Yeah. And um and that's quite cool. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas I do have a meme that's not a screenshot; it's just a comic, and that's fine. Yeah. But because this one was a screenshot of the conversation, it was not okay. Yeah. 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 They, yeah. they do so, quite a lot to prevent doxing yeah, they're quite, and stuff like that. They're quite oh, sorry. Sorry. Um. So. Why does it work for some? Um. I think it works. Like just online dating in general works. For people who know what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what you're looking for, then I think it. You just the people you match with, you don't know what you're looking for from them, and it's hard to find the level in which yeah, you're going yeah. to connect. Yeah. Well, welcome to blind dating, but with another, but with a phone. Yeah, as, as the risk you run into, I think you say like you don't know what you're looking for, so what you get is not going to be what you want necessarily. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, with me, I think I think when it does work. It works because the person who's attracted to you, they've attracted you because they've been up front and they've gone, this is what I'm into. Mm. And you're like, cool, we, we connect on these points. I mean, I don't think we put that straight out there straight away no. as, as a group, unless we're actually on fit life three of us. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I would not put my list of what I'm into on my yeah. bumble. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, bumble profile. Here are my fetishes. I've hit the word limit. And it's only two in. Um, but, like, yeah. So I think there's two kind of t- two levels to online dating. There's the hookup culture, which, yeah, cool, it works. I'm into this person, spins into me, let's do it. Or there's the... Let's get it on. Yeah, let's get it on, Marvin Gaye plays in the background. But uh, And then there's the like the other side, which is the, the Bumble to mm-hmm. a point, the fit life, things like that, where it's, I these are the things I'm into as a person, and you can go, if you're if you're in those circles, and if you're in that knowledge, you can go pretty carefully... Nope, doesn't match me. Not going to waste our time. Does match me. Cool. Let's roll the dice. Where it doesn't work, I think, comes down to pe- people go looking for what they want, but they don't portray what they are to be seen in reverse. Yeah. Uh, there's a great argument that Bumble, if you don't have anything on your profile and you're not stunningly attractive, you're going to get swiped left a lot. Whereas if you do have interesting stuff on your profile, and you are stunningly attractive, you're going to get swiped right more. If you have interesting stuff on your profile, and you're honest in your photo, like you look like the person in your photos, yeah. you're still going to get a lot more hit rates. Mm-hmm. I, I have some pretty firm rules in photos. I'm not going to lie. I judge pretty hard. If the first photo is them holding like a wine glass and looking kind of drunk at a bar, it's going to get a hard right from me as a teetotaler. It's just like... Isn't, isn't right. Oh, yeah, hard left. Whatever the <laughs> bad one is. I'm a southpaw. I always I think left I is just, good. I just kind of go like, I sort of start to swipe one direction and then go, oh, no, that's not the one I want. Yeah, swipe that, that's, not the t- that's not the yeah. 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 I chose poorly. Okay, so that was Holly and Sam. Um, I think that one's really quite difficult to sort of go in depth with because they're. They sort of went in depth themselves. They did, yeah. They're both very intelligent people who know what they're talking about. 
they seem like yeah very intelligent educated people um have they've got some really good ideas about this they've obviously had a bit more experience you know in mm-hmm. the in the online side of things and the relationship side of things um yeah it was quite evident i sort of have a bit less to say because they kind of talked about it themselves but yeah still got some other points to to bring up i guess my first one is i think it's quite interesting that the relationships from fit life i don't know i i'm, I'm on fit life mate well was was on fit life a few years ago i still need to go back i just haven't been there for a while faded out of the scene but um in my opinion it's not usually the place um to foster relationships i guess it's not what people go in for with their intent it's it's sort of a it's quite a sex focused in a in a very good way um and an outlet for people's creativity and to express themselves it doesn't seem to me like the sort of place that people go in looking for relationships it's sort of the place that it happens yeah. as a as a byproduct of of sharing your creativity on there um people on fit usually message each other or meet up um to share kink or have um scenes or play together um for play partners and stuff and people i don't know don't often go there with the intent of a romantic relationship mm. so it's really cool actually that they've that they've managed to find that um that's really awesome and obviously yeah like like sam said they they knew they had they knew they had um common kinks um and because it's somewhere you can easily advertise what your what your kings are what your yep. fetishes are um and and you know right off the bat if someone's a match for you or not um in that respect um yeah holly holly talked about the the convenience mm. aspect of that was the first point that she mentioned about um <clears throat> about online online dating apps and and websites and stuff yeah. um which is which is very true i mean you you can you can be dating from the comfort of your own home essentially you know online mm. shop window yeah. shopping scrolling 100%. through it's so good it's such a good time filler um and uh, you know especially on a place like fitlife you can be you can be looking and be be stimulated in other ways as well as you know eye candy um you can you know that the fetishes are interesting you can be you know reading really cool stories on fit i i love yeah. there's a um a, a fit user called insipid sky and i just love reading her stories um she's amazing so it's it's a place where you can do all at once from the comfort of your own home <laughs> which i really like um and yeah, Holly mentioned like just like I said before, you can figure out a connection before meeting, so you have mm-hmm. something to talk about. Yeah. Um. When when you're because first meeting is awkward. As oh well. my god, yes. No matter no matter what situation, yes. whether it's like the first blind date, even the first date in general, I'll yeah. Somebody out can be really awkward. So find things to anxious talk about. and and you never know if you're going to make. You're always worried about making the right impression but yeah if you've well, you got something stuck in your teeth yeah oh my gosh yes if you smell funny like if your hair's all messed up you know like yeah. um it's it's a very nerve-wracking experience but if you've if you've found that connection elsewhere um especially on a place like fit where it's very um sort of focused focused interests mm-hmm. you know that they're the sort of person who's open you know they're usually an interesting character if they're into that sort of thing so you can have that connection um better than you know, Tinder, where it's like common interests might be mm. a particular TV show or um, a certain activity, like dance or something, it, which it, is great to talk about, but it's, it's not. It's tough to get an hour out of it, a, definitely. A, TV a TV show, show yeah, yeah or a movie or something. Whereas with, with Kings, yeah. obviously, you, you sort of end up going down a wormhole oh, yeah. with, with that. Definitely. Go, what about this? But then what about this? And exactly. This is and share but your I'm not a big fan of that. And share your personal stories and stuff. And what yeah. have you done? What have I done? 
you know, what have yeah, I I've heard about, what would I like to do, you know, I've got these fantasies and I know that I'm safe to explore them with you um, because you're from that same background as well. Um, yeah, one <laughs> one thing I do, yeah, it's happened to me before, I think you said it, um, is it's really, really creepy when people message you on Facebook after matching on tinder or not matching they've just sort of scrolled past you yeah. they've liked you you haven't liked them back um and, and they then they you, you, you yeah you pop in your hey i saw you on tinder it's like i don't know you i've never seen you obviously we didn't match mm -hmm. um that's super creepy and i've had that happen to me a couple of times i, I don't under, like, like i said to, to sam in the episode i don't understand the thought process behind that because if you if it's not a match then they're not going to be interested. Exactly. No matter how hard you try or what you do. Exactly. That obviously, and I, I said that to, I had a bit of a rant at someone because I got a message request um, on Facebook and it said, um, <clears throat> oh, my Tinder profile at the time was um, kinky, dance interested, like a dancer, musician, um, just, just general stuff. I'm not afraid of sharing that I'm kinky. Uh, mm. Like, especially at that time when I didn't have, you know, the job aspect to worry about these days, I'd probably hide it a bit more. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I'm, I'm never, I'm never afraid to, to share that with people. Yeah. But yeah, so I got a, a message in my request and it said, so where's my kinky little slut or something like that. And I was like, uh... hi, um, who are, who are you? And he's like, I saw you on Tinder. And I was like, okay, obviously we didn't match for a very good reason. And I said that to him. I said, obviously we didn't match. Um, I'm not interested in you, so I really don't understand why you've messaged me thinking that, you know, maybe I made a mistake or something. <laughs> and I said, this is super creepy. Please don't message me again. Mm -hmm. And he kept messaging back with, oh, just relax, love, you know, just it's just a, uh, you know, the typical, like, oh, you know, ha -ha, okay. just, yeah, exactly, just totally too casual about it. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, just relax, it you know, don't freak out. Exactly. Exactly, like it's all my fault for freaking out, and he was just having a laugh or something, or he thought it was okay. Yeah. I was like, no, this isn't nothing about this. This is okay. Leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> and I blocked him, etc., etc. And you know, but people do that a lot. That's happened to me a couple of times, and it's just, it's just creepy. Yeah. Um, and and for that reason, I use different photos on Tinder to Facebook, so mm -hmm. people can't. I mean, they'll probably recognize my face if they tried hard enough, but um if they're really, you know, that desperate. <clears throat> but I, I mean, do use different memorable. photos. Oh, thanks. <laughs> but no, I, I do use different photos, so it's it's not going to come up on Facebook as my profile picture. And yeah. I do have the other photos hidden and stuff. But it's kind of sad that I have to do that Yeah. because of people like that. I don't know. That's just creepy. People are just weird. Yeah. Uh, and and I'm, I'm really interested in the thought process behind that. Me too. Like, Okay, we haven't matched. I'll flip them a message on Facebook. Maybe they'll maybe they'll change their it. mind. I, I don't know. Maybe <clears throat> maybe I'll impress them by the fact that I remembered who they are and am so interested that they'll yeah. they'll turn around and go, oh, this guy's really interested. Well, this girl's really interested in me. Um, obviously, I'm special. <laughs> they think I'm special. What? What? How? No. No. <laughs> no. Just no. Just, I, I don't know. There are, there are so many better ways to impress someone, but if that's someone's idea of impressing another human being, then it's, it's quite sad the way they've been brought up, maybe, mm -hmm. the way they've been socialised to think that that's how you impress people. Yeah. It's by kind of stalking them. Not cool. Um, I, I blame the police, Yeah. by the way. The band, not 
Oh my god, I was like, you, you, what, what did the cops have to do? No, no, the band. <laughs> yes. Every everybody, step you take, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a popular song. No, Not no, many I people. Actually, I was actually listening to a, a true crime podcast mm. the other day. I won't name the name because I don't have the rights to whatever. Yep. Um, and the words to that song actually spoke to a guy on there who was stalking yeah. somebody. And he didn't think that he was yeah. stalking them. He just yeah. was infatuated at that point. Yeah. And he thought that this song spoke to him. And, and no, yeah. that's not good. I know. It's a song literally about a stalker. Yeah. Most people don't know that. I heard some, one of my friends was singing along the other day like, huh, it says to me, oh, these, these lyrics are kind of weird. Like, it's <laughs> it's not very romantic. As I was like, it's not supposed to be. It's literally about a stalker. He's like, oh, really? And like, yeah, yeah, really. A lot really. of people think it's a romantic song. A lot song. of people just think it's a romantic song about it. But that's, a, yeah, you're right. That's part of the problem is people hear these messages like, that's what you do if you're, Interested, you know, all those romantic yeah. movies like if a girl yeah. says no, try and try and yeah. try and try and try until she says yes. Well, I was like, no, just how about you respect? And, and I've said people's... that a few times on this podcast. Yeah. If, if you go and, and try it, this is the point where you don't. And there was a great meme about it actually. I yeah. Saw, um, uh, it was a fair while ago now. Yeah. That um, uh, a boy went up to his, his mother and went, um, uh, this I asked this girl out today, mm. and and she rejected she rejected me. Mm. And the mother turned around and said, "Okay, so what do you do then?" Mm. And you go, the kid turns around and goes, "Well, I keep trying." The mother goes, "No, she said no. If mm. she's interested, if she changes her mind, yep. she's interested. She knows that you're interested now. She'll come to you. Yep. Just let that happen. Yep. Definitely. And to me, that's." Fantastic parenting. That should stuff. be, yeah, it should be normalized. Like, that should yeah. be whatever I'm thinking. 100%. It doesn't make sense to me when people just keep hounding and hounding once they've said no. Yeah. So I, I get rejected a lot. There's no two ways about it. Yeah, I find sure. a lot of people very attractive. Mm -hmm. And it's mainly because of who they are, not yeah. what they look like and, yeah. and that side of things. Some people have that added bonus of being aesthetically pleasing, but that's not the, yeah. the key point of it. Yeah. And I get turned down a lot, and I sit there and go, "Fair enough." Like, I like I like myself a lot. I yep. can understand how people like me. Yep. I can understand how people don't like me. Yep. Because there I actually go. dislike people that are similar to me. There you go. It's, that's a that's a really interesting self awareness there. Yeah. Oh, I I don't think self awareness is as difficult as people try and make it. People out make to it me. out to be absolutely. If you just sit there and go, "Okay, so why?" Yeah. And. Just acceptance. It's yeah. not about judging yourself. It's about accepting. Like yeah. I, sure, I, I, I've been rejected before in the, the old. Which fucking surprises the shit out of me. <laughs> I don't. It, it doesn't surprise me, but I don't know myself very well. But no, the, the old, the old me was like, oh my god, I am the worst person ever. If someone right. rejects me, I am disgusting. I'm obviously hideous. I'm obviously super annoying and, and stupid. And yeah, exactly. And I think a lot of women especially think that way. But no, I, I, I've learned to go, yep, that's fine. I respect that I'm not their type because mm -hmm. I think about the people that I've, you know, not rejected. I don't like that word very much. But I've, you know, turned down one said thanks but no thanks mm -hmm. and they're awesome people like there's nothing you know wrong with them yeah. they're, they're, they're you know attractive or <laughs> I'm pointing to myself in this situation because this is this is this has happened yeah exactly and it's like there's nothing wrong with you we just you know don't some people just don't don't fall over Peter 
Um, right. <laughs> there, there's nothing wrong with these people. They may be attractive. They may be super awesome, kind, funny, lovely people, but there's nothing that I well, feel. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> but there's, you know, and, yeah, and yeah, other yeah. people towards me, there might be nothing wrong with me that they see, um, but we just don't work. And yeah. that is fine, and I respect that, and I can yeah, just accept exactly. it and move on. Or maybe there is something about me that I'm like, maybe that needs a bit of work. And, and then, well, there's no point in trying to force the point. Exactly. If, if there's something in someone's brain going, not for me, yep. and you're trying to force the point, if it happens, eventually then it's going to fall over pretty quickly exactly. as well. Exactly. It's not just going to sit there and be a box of fluffies for the rest of your life. Exactly. Or very, very, very unlikely that it would be anyway. And you're probably going to accidentally <clears throat> portray the wrong side of yourself as well. Yeah. Because if at first someone doesn't like you for who you are, maybe, oh, this is what they'd like, and they'd say yes to this, I'm going to try and change this about myself or, or lie about a certain part of myself or hide <clears throat> something about myself, and then it's going to be a relationship based on... Nice. In, in, interesting on that though, the the changing part of yourself. Mm. I don't think that that's a negative. Not always. Changing part of it. Mm. What I think is the negative is changing it for that person. Yes. So say that they've turned you down because of X reason. Yeah. If you change that reason, that's fine. Yeah. If you change that reason and then you go back to the person and say, yeah. Hey, I've changed. Yeah. Who I am. That's... They're going to sit there and be like, Nah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Exactly. It, it is a bit creepy. Because I, I like to get feedback as to why people reject me. That's sure. just something that I like to know for myself. Yeah. And I'll sit there and go, okay, these are the reasons. Uh, any of these, if I can change them, make me a better person in my day-to-day -day life. For sure. And if I can become a better person from somebody saying no to me, then that's fine. That's awesome. If somebody sits there and goes, I'm just not feeling it, that's fine. Yep. There's no issues with that. Yep. And, and I think it just takes a little bit of emotional maturity to be able to deal with that sort You're of thing. You're absolutely right. And I wish <clears throat> this kind of maturity was more mainstream and that more people were able to, to think that way yeah. about themselves. Um, yeah. So what, what you were just talking about was um, sort of like the loving loving people or being attracted to, to people for who they are instead mm -hmm. of. Um, because I'm I'm quite similar to you in yeah. that respect, and and so towards the end of of Sam and Holly's um, interview, Sam was talking about the different combos on apps and and websites and stuff, and 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 what <clears throat> what what people are likely to to swipe for, and who's likely to get the most matches. Mm -hmm. So you've got the you know att attractive face, physically attractive person, um, but if they have you know no bio on Tinder. For me, that's a hard no. That that's an immediate nah. Um, if you can't be bothered to explain a bit about yourself, maybe you have got no personality. Maybe there's not much interesting about you. Maybe you don't. Maybe you feel like you can get away with looks alone, which I think is a little bit cocky. And I'm not attracted to that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, please share a bit about yourself. But you know, if they're not very attractive physically, or maybe a bit average, sounds really harsh talking about people like that. But but they've got a really awesome bio. I will definitely swipe for that if I feel <clears throat> like it's a match based on their bio if they've got, you know, some really interesting things to say and they have a good way with words and they've got nice interests. Mm -hmm. I am more likely to swipe to that than a hot person with no bio. And, th and this is where it's going to be great because we're going to review my Tinder profile at the end of this. Okay, awesome. You've already had a quick I've had a look. I've got yeah. it up in front of us yeah. as well so you can yeah. be reminded for it. And and you can talk with people through it as yeah, well. For sure, I will. But continue. Um, and then so you've got like the golden ratio, like hot person, 
you know, nice face, good body, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Is this a Venn diagram? The, yeah, it is. It is. It's <laughs> that's that's kind of how I was imagining it, like a Venn diagram with. I don't know. I'm I'm not a math person, but like Hot, with four hot, options. Hotness versus. Yeah, like a like an like an axis thing. So versus um, what's on their profile. Yeah, exactly. Like person or personality or the words they say. Yeah. Plus physical attractiveness. So you've got the golden ratio. The perfect, the ideal is hot person, mm-hmm. really good bio. So <clears throat> away with words. You know, good interests, personality. They've got you know they obviously. Have, they they want to share themselves with other people. They they pride themselves on on who they are, and the you know they're blessed to be born looking nice, and they take care of themselves, and they they look good. That's perfect. So that's obviously going to get the most matches, and that makes complete See, sense. Now that's interesting though, because I was listening to I can't remember what it was that I was listening to. Mm-hmm. Um, it might have been a podcast, but they they were saying that like the really super attractive people yeah. get less likes because people are intimidated. Ah, maybe that's why well, I didn't know, have any success. Yeah, <laughs> just rate myself for a minute there. No, I'll, I'll, I'll probably agree with that too. Babe. Is that still going? Yes, it is. Yeah, I'm cool. just getting like this melting the back of the chair. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the ones that are like, so, say Beyonce is on Tinder, for example. Yeah. Yeah. That most too uh, hot, like yeah, t- like ones that are too hot. Like they'll never a be lot, into a lot me. Of the people, they don't get yeah. as many matches because. It can be quite fucking intimidating. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So I get. But but I, I I would agree with that if you've got somebody who's attractive and has um, good information on their profile. Yeah. Yeah, sort of go. I, I'm definitely more inclined to, to get to know them a little <clears throat> bit better, or at least give it a go. Because the good thing about Tinder is you can press like, and. They can't see. I think I'm a basic version. Of it. They can't see who's like them or not. No. So there's kind of no judgment. And in real life, you know, you're right. You'd see a really attractive person, and if they've got great personality, you'd you'd be like, they are way too good for me. I'm yeah. not going to embarrass myself yeah. by trying to hit on them. In, in saying that though, I, well, sorry to interrupt. Go for it. Yeah, go for um, it. Sydney. Yep. For me, a couple of episodes ago, and, and I know a lot of people listen to that episode. It's a lot of fun. Lauren's yet to. I am looking forward to it. <laughs> but she's going to. I will. This. Um, there was uh, a girl who I just insane. Yeah. Just absolutely. Um, and I was sitting there going, I have zero chance. And to be fair, I was thinking this a lot of the time in in this swingers club because yep. there's just beautiful people everywhere, yep. and I'm just like. I am a potato compared to these people. I know. Um, obviously, I'm not. Like, I do actually consider myself decent. I wouldn't say I'm. Yeah. You know, I used to be much more cocky than I am now. But, um, but and I ended up being able to play with all of these people. Wow. And it was just just such a wonderful experience. And it was it was only my own hangups. Yeah. That, that held you back. That held me back from yeah. just going and doing these things. Exactly. Never so, know until you try it. Eh? Yeah, exactly. So it, it it matters what other people think of you in this situation rather mm. than you sitting there going, oh, but this and this and this and this. Yeah, exactly. I <clears throat> I think the, the, the comparison I, I was going to make between online apps, etc., versus real life is like, I, I think... On online, you, you sort of see 
they've, they've chosen not to put any description that, that corresponds to someone in real life who, you know, might have the face and the body to go with it, mm-hmm. but doesn't, doesn't have the, the brains or the, the spark, the person, the character. I swear there's nothing more disappointing. It's so disappointing than, than an, like, an, an empty box. And then, like, and then they're like a, a piece of cardboard. Exactly. It's so annoying. And it's like, what a shame. You're putting that lovely exterior to waste. But, yeah. uh, I mean, in, in the night, that sounds really harsh. I'm not going to say that again. But, um, <laughs> no, but I think online you, you'd... Especially if you're on an app for, for, for sexual reasons, I guess you're more likely to go, yeah, well, whatever. Mm. No bio, just, just going to go for it. I mean, it doesn't really it matter if I've got no personality. It yeah, it, it really does. Um, but, yeah, it, it's still interesting to see that, yeah, even even on an app where you you know that there's going to be more to the person. You know, there's only so many words that you can put. It, it's still interesting. But that, there's going to be keywords that are put in there that pique yeah. your interest and say, oh, that's going to be yeah. cool to talk about. Or, yeah, exactly. What's that? I want to know more about that. Yeah, or, you see something in the background of a photo, you're like, oh, I, I wonder what, you know, I want to talk more about that. But yeah. it's still interesting to see that um, even even on app, you know, it's still the same as in real life that, that you're more likely to, to go for people who who have something interesting to say. Yeah. So there's still that human aspect that, um, you know, you hear lots of criticisms about apps and online dating that, you know, people are just there to look at a picture and, and make a decision. Make a but there's still, yeah, but there's still that human element of, yeah. I want to know what this person is like. Um, even though it is more limited on online and on apps and stuff, yeah. there, there's still that, that human aspect. Definitely. I couldn't agree more. Have you got anything else on that? I mean, I mean, I feel, I feel like we've we've deviated a lot from yes. from the actual Sam and Holly interview, which, which like, is fine, though. which is fine, and because they answered most of the things themselves, they had yeah. a great dialogue there. Um, that, well, again, yeah, they're both awesome. very very intelligent people. Exactly, so have some that. really awesome things to say, and it could be worth taking them back for another episode sometimes so that they can explore their ideas there, more. There, there's one. The next episode is going nice. to be those two. So awesome. There you go. Well. So really, really cool. That is um, awesome. So I guess to close this off, yep. I'm going to hand you my phone. I'm ready. Here we go. Hand you my phone yep. with my Tinder profile open. Here it is. <clears throat> and talk people through it, what your thoughts are. Go for gold. Okay. Roast me, if you will, if you want to. I, all right. <laughs> Prepare yourself. No, I'm... I'm I will try and but, give criticism I mean, if any yeah, in the most but diplomatic you, you way. You know me pretty well already, so yeah. a lot of us not going to be surprised with you. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so, so I, the first thing that I see is is what people see when they scroll across it. So, there's your picture. It's um, a full face shot. There's no body. There's not you know you're not a tiny little person standing in the background mm-hmm. of a huge, big environment, which some people do, which is super annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Simon, twenty nine, and. It's got. I can read a couple of the first sentences before it goes dot dot dot. So you have to click mm-hmm. on it to see more. So my initial, like, it's nice that you have the confidence to put your face in it. That's that's what I think a lot. Back when I was using I nice Tinder, face. I mean, yeah, exactly. And I think, and whether that's true or not, you know, some whether people agree or disagree, yes. you think that. Yeah. Right? And and you have the confidence to put your face there, and I really respect that. So as a person who would be swiping through this i'd be like yep this that's person a that's a good start this person you know thinks well enough of themselves that they can smile and put their face right on the front page love that that is attractive to me um yeah and it's a nice picture i mean i know that you just had a haircut and this, so you're looking nice you're feeling good about yourself and i can see that in the picture um 
yeah, you've got your your trademark little half smile there, you know. That's you. See, uh, that's interesting because that's something that I'm self-conscious about is, yeah. is my smile and my teeth because yeah. at the moment I've got two missing front, mm -hmm. two missing teeth right yeah. in the front. So I don't tend to do full smiles or show my teeth a whole bunch. Yeah. But it shows enough. And it's also, I think, slightly mischievous to do the half smile as well. Yeah, it is. And, it, and it's something that... That's you. That's that, very you. 100% me. Yeah. So in, in that respect, you've chosen a picture that that sums up part of your personality and maybe people will be able to see that. I'm wondering if, if people are like me. Like I like to dissect everything. I like to look at a picture and try and sum up that person <clears throat> based on what I can see in the picture. And I'm wondering actually how many people actually do do that. Because I choose photos. Back when I was um, using Tinder and stuff, I chose the pictures that were most me, that summed up mm -hmm. me. You know, I'd be doing the things that I loved. I'd be wearing things that made me feel like me. I'd be showing off the aspects of myself that made me feel most... Um, beautiful or or just most wholesome, genuine. like most genuine, absolutely mm -hmm. most like myself. And I can see here that you've because I think one of your best features is your eyes. You have beautiful That's blue a eyes, one. and this picture really highlights that. And you know you've you've shown that you've got your hair there, you've got your nice hair done, you, you're showing your nice eyes, and you've got your your quirky smile like that. That sums up you, and so. I'm not sure how many people think the same way as I do when they look at photos, but for me, that's what I yeah. see. Well, well, to be fair, we are going quite in-depth. In, exactly. In that, so, that's so that's one way I think that online you can you can still show parts of yourself that you would be doing in, in real life. You can you can actually use your photos to your advantage yeah. and show bits of yourself. People could maybe do some more thinking into that bits instead of... yourself. I mean, <laughs> not the naughty bits. That would get flagged. Um, all right, I'm going to go to the next picture. It's another facial shot, and you've got longer hair there, and you've got your cheeky smile. I actually really like this picture. I, I'm a big fan of this picture as well. I really like that. It was one of your old profile pictures on it Facebook, was. I think. Um, my yeah. eyes really popped in this picture too. Yeah, I like it. And my oh yeah no, because my hair was all over the place. I woke yeah. up and my hair was just everywhere. Yeah, and I had, this was almost shoulder length hair at this point. Yeah. And it just looked magnificent, this mane of I, Yeah, hair. I can it see so, it. So cool. That's one of my favourite things about the picture is the hair everywhere. I, I'm quite attracted to guys with long hair <clears throat> and and girls as well. I, I, hair is quite a big thing for me. So, um, But but it's I can see in this picture your expression is like, yeah, damn, I look cool. Yeah. Like I love the feeling that you've got in this picture and I can see it you've got like the wrinkle lines around your eyes that shows that it's a genuine smile rather than like yeah. a, I'm smiling for a picture and yeah. I want to look nice and stuff this is captures the emotion you were feeling at the time and that's what I think the best pictures do yeah. and then you've got some beautiful pictures of Brutus um, like Bruce, this was my dog, for those that don't know. Yeah, it's absolutely beautiful. It's a great photo, and it, that shows part of yourself. It, it shows part of your life, um, part of your emotion, and that's that's who you are. Um, and it shows you can take good, damn good pictures, too. So that's Which one was it? That's oh, that one. That's my favorite of Bruce. This is the fluki flukiest photo I've ever taken in my life. Yeah. Because I was sitting there. I was, it, so it's a, it's a picture of Brutus in the water at the beach. And um, I was trying to take a picture from my, just my hands, like looking down at him. Yeah. And just could not get the photo, could not get the yeah. photo. So I put the phone down in front of him. Yeah. Could not see the screen at all. Yeah. And snapped this photo. It's perfect. Without seeing the screen. And I thought that's going to look like it's anything is going to happen half of Sumner in the sky. Yeah. And it's just come out with one of the best photos I think I've ever taken in my life. I love that photo. Yeah. 
it's cool and and it shows you know that you like to do activities like you you love the beach you know you're an outdoors person you 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 know got the emotional side of having a dog in your life that's beautiful like yeah it's, and it's a great picture so and then there's another awesome picture of Brutus um he just looks so happy there <laughs> like crazy happy yeah. and that shows I mean from a more in-depth perspective that shows that you can you know make yeah. another being happy do you know what I mean you're you're good caretaker essentially yeah. that's that's very important and then you've got a nice photo of yourself in a good looking suit you look proud of yourself like the, the way you appear good suit, it's a lovely suit <laughs> it's a beautiful suit um yeah and it's a full body shot so that's good so you're not just showing your face i mean that that's an important thing i'm always wondering yeah. why people choose to only show their face it is quite a slimming suit it's a, it is a slimming suit exactly and it's a good choice for a photo yeah. Next one is yourself at work, and you've got the wee earpiece in, and you've sort of got your quirky smile looking down right. towards the camera. Yeah, I really have much to say about that. It's a photo. Yeah. It's a photo. Then there's another one in the back of the car. I like this photo less. Mm -hmm. This one here. Yeah, and that's fair. It's just a photo. You're not smiling as much. No. I'm, yeah, not the biggest fan, but it's a photo. That fills the space. Then there's a gorgeous drawing of... Brutus that I think someone did for you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Um, and then I don't like this one either. Yeah, I like no, you with I, longer I hair. Need to take that off because that looks awful. It's it, yeah. <laughs> you're you're not smiling, and then you've got the short hair, which your longer hair suits you. Yeah. Like I like the, my favorite hair is the second one, obviously, but then the first one when you've got it all nicely done is great. All right, so that's that's what I'm looking at. Is this is the first? Yeah. Sort of look at. <clears throat> then I can go into the information. It has your job as a podcast host. That is very cool. That's different. Mm -hmm. When someone has a different job, first start you've put an actual job. Like when someone, <laughs> some people put the typical full time mom or yeah. um, <laughs> total boss bitch. Is like okay. Yeah, full time okay. Mom is a full time job. That's, that's uh, yeah. That, that that's that's but, something. I'm yeah, I'm the, personally the, the not boss really. Boss bitch and stuff like that. Like, yeah, or like Skucks boy yeah. at University of Skucks. It's like wow. Well, uh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Oh, maturity <laughs> of a twelve year old. Um, says you have gone to University of Canterbury and lives in Christchurch. Yep easy you're not lying about it you're, you're putting real places instead of you know yeah university of awesome okay here we go yeah, yeah cool. <laughs> um so this is the description a gentleman that's not a gentleman bisexual it's one of my favorite sayings i do say i like it too. new zealander slash english <clears throat> have a, <clears throat> have a podcast about sex education that is a really cool thing to pop on your bio it shows that you're so interesting Probably have more sex toys than you. I like that. <laughs> That's probably accurate for most people as well. Yes, I have an accent. Winky face, winky face. Kinky and Polly. Shit pick up lines. Great banter. Musician. Hit me up. And it's got your Snapchat and Instagram as well. Awesome. Yeah, so the first thing you've put is a, a witty quip about yourself, which I love witty quips when they're actually funny on Tinder. Some people have got some weird ideas about what's funny. But um, no, I, I really like that. A gentleman that's not a gentleman. I mean, that's going to get you the, the person that you want. Someone, the person who's going to see that and think yes is exactly the sort of person yeah, that you exactly. are looking for. Yeah. And that's a perfect setup for you. And it, well, it does give a, a little bit of a wink that it's, it's almost like the lady in the sheets, but... Uh, lady in the streets, but freaking. Freaking the sheets, yeah, yeah. 
as, as a good equivalent of it, <clears throat> then it says bisexual with an exclamation mark, which shows that you're proud of your sexuality. And yes, I love that, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. And anyone who has a problem with that, like a girl sees it and has a problem with that, then, then they not, gonna they're informed. Anyone. Not going to match. Yeah. They're informed. They can move on instead of it being a weird thing later on that comes up. Like, actually, yeah, I, I have slept with men. And she's like, oh, you know, it, it gets yeah. the, the haters out of the way, essentially. Yeah. Um, New Zealand decision. English, yeah. You, people are interested in, in nationalities. I am. Definitely a lot of girls are. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> have a podcast about sex education. Yes, this shows a deeper part of yourself. Mm-hmm. It shows that you're interesting and you're informed, especially about something as important and controversial as sex. shows that you're not afraid to talk about it, obviously, with your podcast. And learn about it. And learn about it, exactly. It shows that you're educated and you know what you're doing, um, which is a big turn on. <laughs> and it shows that you're not afraid to talk to people about what you do so not only do you have a podcast but you share it with people you share your knowledge and you're not afraid to like you're not ashamed probably have more sex toys than you. yeah fuck yeah that's another that's another cheeky thing to put in like yeah definitely See, that, that, i think that that comment when it's not coupled with some of the other things in my in my profile mm. i think that that could be taken quite strangely but because i've got the the kinky thing yeah there, I've got the exactly if it came out of nowhere, it'd be like, what? Yeah. This guy's a bit creepy. But it's not. In co- it's in context. Yeah. You're right. Absolutely. Yes, I have an accent. And that is an important thing to put. Because people are into that. Yeah. I, I am. The, the, the weird part about it is that I can I can change my accent around. Mm. And you know this. Yes. Because I used to play with you. With this. You're sitting there I'm sorry, Lauren. I'm very sorry that that's happened to you. But um, let's move on, shall we? And... If, if you could see this right now, Lauren's face has just gone bright red. <laughs> I like accents. What can I say? It was, yeah, but <laughs> playing with, with accents with you is one of the funniest things. Exactly. And I love it so much. And then it says kinky and poly. Nice. It's a good disclaimer. I mean, the poly thing is something that's more controversial, and yeah. it's it's going to get the wrong people out of the way. Well, uh, and that's why I don't get a whole heap of matches, I don't yep. think, is because I Probably. am upfront and yep. say this is yep. who I am. Yeah. Um, and I'm okay with the fact that I don't get as many matches because the matches that I get are going to be They're going to be honest and genuine. genuine. Yep, definitely. Definitely important. <clears throat> and you've got kinky here as well, so that's going to get you the right sort of people. Yeah. Um, and it's, yeah, again, shows that you're not ashamed of who you are and you're proud of and, and ready to share like parts of yourself. That's awesome. Yeah. Shit pickup lines. Funny. I I I have shit. I don't have pickup lines. I have just shit pickup. <laughs> or no pickup. Well, and it's funny. It's like you're showing that you're. You can laugh at yourself. Yeah. Which is uh, such an important my, my, quality. My, my, my favorite slash worst pickup line. Yeah. <laughs> I may not have gotten your virginity, but could I at least try the box that it came in? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. But good, but or, terrible. if you want to confuse them, Yeah. if I was to ask you for sex, would your answer be the same as the answer to this question? Because if you say yes, then you've said yes to sex, and if you say no, then the answer's not going to be the same as if I asked you for sex. Ah, tricky. Yeah. That took me a while to wrap my head around. Well, 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 that's why you can't use that in a club, for example. 
you've got to have the right person to be able to use that line. Yeah. It's never going to work in a club when everybody's drinking. You'll literally just get the blank face. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, people in clubs aren't, aren't ready for that kind of thing. But even, like, even just in fuck? general, it's not the easiest one to, to wrap your head around. Yeah. It took me a while. Mm. My brain's still in defrost. <laughs> um, yeah, let, yeah, let's be clear. It's been fucking cold this morning. It's been cold. I'm tired and, yeah, there's yeah. that. Um, right, the last bit of your profile, great banter, musician, hit me up. Like, more parts yourself, more things for people to connect with. Mm-hmm. Um, like, shows you're a bit, like, fun and you're keen for people to yeah. make a move. You're, you're open. You're ready. Like, good. So many, yeah. And it shows, oh my gosh, <laughs> open for business. And, like, the hit me up thing shows that you pr- are probably going to respond. That so many yeah. people have this great profile and never message back or never message you. And it's, it's like, why, why are you here yeah. if you're not actually going to respond or make a move to ask people stuff? I don't know. Um, yeah, you've got links to other social media. That's awesome. If people are into that kind of thing, and you've got your anthem is inmate four eight five nine. And I'm gonna be honest, I don't know. Who Sabaton are? Yeah. I don't know yeah, the song. They're, they're I'm gonna play the clip. This is quite melodic part of the song. I always find that Spotify. I mean, like Tinder, the Spotify um, link on Tinder actually finds really That's good parts cool. of songs. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, again, I, I really like that, that Tinder have this feature um, mm-hmm. of being able to put a song, like an anthem. It's something that it sums you up. It's so cool. Because I haven't listened to that song in a while at this point. It's cool. And then, yeah, it shows what people listen to on Spotify and stuff. So it's another way to connect with somebody and, and find out, you know, what, how do they sum themselves up with a song. That's, yeah. that's really cool. I like that feature. So that's your Tinder profile. What, what's your rating out of 10? Ah, Okay. So, there's a couple of things you didn't like. You know? Yeah, a couple of the photo choices, not a fan. Mm-hmm. Um, but most of, of them good. There, well. there are a lot of photos. It, it can be a bit overwhelming when people choose lots of photos. Yeah. Um, points for putting real stuff, like your real, your, your job, your lo- location. Not that location is particularly important, but you didn't take the piss out of it. Yeah. That shows maturity. Um, love that you've got disclaimers about yourself that you're proud of. Um. <clears throat> And you've picked a song that's not a piss take. Like some people mm-hmm. put some really silly stuff or pick stuff based on the Find title of the song. Like. Yeah, exactly. Or, or pick stuff based on the title of a song, like yeah. something really sexualized or a bit, a bit grotty. Um, good bio. I like the bio, actually. I, I'm the sort of person who would respond well to this. Yeah. Um, okay. Out of ten, I would say that is an eight. Mm-hmm. That is an eight for me, which, by my standards, is very high. Yeah, so it, I'm it, very it, picky. It would, it would be a, a swipe right. I would, yeah, for sure. Damn straight. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, <laughs> it better be. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> no, I, I stopped doing the Tinder thing a while ago. Yeah. It wasn't. Don't have. I just don't have the time, honestly. And I feel you. Yeah, and 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 too many too many people took the piss, and some of the dates just didn't really come to anything. I don't know. 
just before we leave, because this is a long episode. It has been very long. I do apologise for my rambling. Don't don't apologise. It's been fantastic. Um, I think the the fact that the dates don't come to things, Mm. I think part of that is, like we talked about right near the start of this, that 7%. Yeah. That you actually get from people yeah. when you're talking in a in a in a text format, Definitely. as opposed to like we're talking now. We can see the body movements of yeah. each other. We can see the language that we're speaking. Yeah. We can see the the facial responses yeah. and all that sort of stuff, which yeah. makes a huge difference. So important. And you get two people that haven't had that before yeah. meeting up. Yeah, it can be super it can awkward. Be a completely different yeah. vibe than what you were. Definitely. You can be vibing hard on, yeah. on the app that you're on or yeah. OK Cupid or whatever yeah, you're, yeah. you're looking at and then you meet the person in real life and you just can't get any exactly. real flowing anything. Exactly. And it even happens all the time with Facebook friends. I mean, yeah. some of my friends in real life could talk for hours. You know, they're but my best mates could talk for hours and they literally can't send a message to save their life. They either <laughs> just leave you on red or they give you a K or no emoji, no punctuation, just very boring flat messages. And I know that's not like them in real life, but it's so boring. See, I, I, I think I'm pretty good with both. Yeah, I'd say I, you are. I'm, I'm quite descriptive with my words, and I think that comes from the fact that I've done a lot of writing. Yeah, in my definitely. Life. So, And I hope that I'm descriptive enough and, and can talk well enough yeah. in person as well. One hopes so over somebody's running a fucking. I probably I probably wouldn't be talking to you if if you if you weren't to be honest. Yeah, yeah true. Um, but yeah, cool. On that note, um, we've been at it for <laughs> over a hundred minutes now. Wow, it's been an hour forty-five that, we, that we've been doing this. So um, I think last time was an hour and a half. It was a while, time. yeah. So it was a while. Each time we get together, it's a, it's a good conversation, and, yeah. and 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 keeps going, and and it flows well, yeah. Which is which is really really cool for me. So thank you once again for taking yeah. time out of what I know is an extremely busy schedule. Yes, so well. I know you've got some uh, band stuff to do. Yep. Uh, a little bit later. I so, do. Um, again, really appreciate it. Really really interesting um, to to go through this. And we are going to have you back on again, hopefully soon. Yes. Uh, to talk about what? Um, we are going to be talking about um, the the mentality and um, sort of personality behind sexual offending. Um, so the hopefully going through some warning signs of um, people so people can, can know what to look out for. Sort of some things you wouldn't expect that you might see as everyday behaviours that are actually um, key elements of the personalities of sexual offenders and the, um, the, the 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 sort of MO of sexual offenders. Um, and that's from my experience as a youth worker, rehabilitating um, young men who have engaged in sexually harmful behaviour. Mm-hmm. Um, so things that I've learned through that job and my degree in criminal justice, um, yeah, hopefully a bit eye-opening. Yeah, and it should be should be really, really interesting to, to get into that and delve into it. Because it's not a subject I know a lot about, mm. so I'm really looking forward to, to learning about that as well cool. uh, going through. But, um, yeah, once again, thank you very much, and we'll talk soon. Whoops.